Welcome to this new season of the Have a Cup of Jahani podcast. So I want to title this new season that I'm embarking on with I'm growing. So this is going to be the season of growth. And um, that's what I'm going to share with you throughout the season. So I thank you for coming over here and sitting with me. And I hope you enjoy. Hey friends, it's me, Joa, with a bit of a trigger warning for you for this episode. And I talk about my recent experience with a bully on TikTok. I just want to make sure that you all are aware of certain trigger warnings here. And it's where I go down uh, memory lane and where I discuss um, suicidal ideations as well as I have some heavy cussing in this episode. So if your heart and soul is not up to it, just skip this one and wait for next Wednesday. If you're ready for it, then we're here for you. Listen. Hello, friends. So let's talk about my very latest interaction with a bully. Y'all ready? All right, let's begin. So this episode I had already planned to do, and I was going to use really the, the TikTok and then the Love is Blind example. But then this bully kind of like jumped on my life and um, gave me this excellent opportunity. So let's discuss that interaction, (laughs) which was more of a personal one since it actually happened to me. It's not me observing Um, and another interaction on TikTok or Love is Blind. So as it turns out, so let me tell you about the day. It was a Saturday um, as I often do, I go live on on TikTok. Let me give you let me give you my username so y'all can follow me there. So I am at a cup of Joe underscore H A N N Y, and since I'm over a thousand followers there, I go live there, and I go live usually when I'm reading or when I'm on the Peloton, on the Peloton, because I need that motivation of other people there. And if other people are there, then I'm going to stick through the ride no matter how long. And as it is, this was a quick 20 minute ride, I believe. And the wrong person jumped in there. Maybe it was the right person. I don't know. We'll see how this story turns out. So I think I was like, two minutes in, I wasn't even all that in. And uh, this person got um, got on the live and started commenting right away on, on my looks. Um, I think he said I looked ugly. Uh, I looked Sergio or something like that, which I know it means I look ugly. And, um, and then the next one was like, fix that lazy eye. So as you all know, I have a lazy eye. And um, that's not something that I hide. It's, it's right on my face. Everybody sees it. 
Um, I see it every day, twice a day, sometimes more, even on Sundays. And so I'm very aware <laughs> of what I have and, and what I look like. So uh, a complete stranger that doesn't know me from Adam pointing it out to me was quite ridiculous to say the least. And my answer to that first comment was like, yeah, and <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, tell me something I don't know. And um, our interaction was very comical at the beginning, to say the least. It got a little sad towards the end, but let me let me give you the whole story so that way you understand. A lot of the attacks that he was doing was was towards things that I already know. I have a lazy eye. Yes, it looks the other way. Yes, I can look two places at once. I was like, yes, that's my superpower. How did you know? <laughs> And and all of this, and and you can tell, like I could tell that um, my reaction to his comments was not necessarily what he thought he was going to get. And he was just throwing more things my way. And as I had the time, because I really was focusing on my workout, um, that was my whole purpose of being there was to make sure that I get a good workout in and those calories go out. So as I found the time, I was looking at his comments and, and I could tell that he was re- trying really hard to get under my skin. And I felt a little sorry for him at some point in that interaction. Uh, but I couldn't help but laugh because it, it was it was too comical that he was trying so hard. It, it was at one point that he grabbed my picture and um and he said something, I forgot, but he thought it was so funny, you know. <laughs> he grabbed my picture, turned it into his profile photo. Um, I didn't even bother to take a closer look. I could tell, I know who I am, even from afar. So I can tell when you take my picture and do something to it, right? To make it your own joke or whatever it is. Um, and and he he made a, a joke that um, I think he was trying to get me to look at his profile. But like I said, I was more interested in the workout that I was doing. <laughs> so I was like, um, I didn't really pay him no mind. And I just kept singing to the song that was in it. And then the next comment that he made is like, your profile picture is on my blah, blah, blah. It's on my, you know, it's on my photo and blah, 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 blah. That's you on the profile picture. And I started laughing. I was like, look, <laughs> a joke is no longer funny if you have to explain it. And I was laughing so hard. And I felt so bad. I don't know if there was this was a kid or, or was an adult. It, it just, it felt like it was a kid. And I am... I feel even more sorry if uh, this was a kid because, God damn it, those parents are shit, you know, if that is the case. And and I feel sorry for the life that they will have. But um, hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's a grown-ass adult and it is them making all these shitty decisions. But I, I reached a point in our interaction where I felt really saddened that... Um, a complete stranger, whoever it was, was trying really hard, really pervasive, like to make me feel bad about something that I cannot control. I was born this way, folks. It's like 
it is a nothing I can do. Technology uh, is not there to where I can have like this fake eyeball, this cyborg eyeball that can see and that can be straight and blah, blah. And oh, by the way, it's like, it's nothing wrong with my vision. It's my eye muscle, people. It's a fucking eye muscle that is wrong. Um, my vision is just fine. <laughs> And, but a lot of people don't know that because all they see is like, you look weird. So I'm going to make fun of you because I don't know what you are, or who you are. So I'm just going to make fun of it because that makes things so much easier for everyone. But yeah, so it's like, this is it. This is it. And I've come to the conclusion very early on. And that was something that I told Mr. Bully here on live. I was like, look, I have stopped giving a fuck about uh, people's opinions of, of me and how I look in my face and my eyeballs since I was like 10. And um, it was a point when I was 10 that I I remember vividly, I came home crying and um, I went into the shower to cry because I didn't want um, my uh, who was I living with at that time? I don't know. Whoever was living with my parental figure, I didn't want them to feel bad for me because my entire family has been feeling bad for me since I can remember, since I was born. And to this day, I hate pity. I hate it with a passion. Don't feel pity for me. I can do this. So I went into the shower, turned that shit um, really loud so that way they wouldn't hear me cry. And, and I remember it was like it, very vividly. I don't remember my childhood all that well because of all the shit that happened. But this moment I remember and I carry it with me. And it was this uh, the moment where I decided to love myself, period. Love myself, period. And I will never forget that. And it's like everything got quiet. Even the fucking shower got quiet. And I got up from there and I knew that either I I was going to end my life because everyone will make fun of me for the rest of my life. I knew that for a fact then, or I just walk this life with my head held high and love myself in spite of whoever said whatever the fuck. I chose the latter. I was like, I'm going to love myself regardless. And it has not been perfect. There are some times where I had not loved myself. Uh, there has been time, more tears and, and things of that nature that, that happened. But for the most part, I have been true with that promise that I made when I was 10. And um, I don't allow other people's opinion of me to tarnish that love that I have. I work so hard to attain. And then I refuse to allow anyone um, to come into my life and, and put me down, especially for something that I cannot control. I cannot control how I was born into this world. This is it. This is fucking it. Like fucking Michael Jackson's song. And this is how it will be until it no longer is. But it will not be no longer because of my hands, because I refuse to give up. Uh, I refuse to give up and give in on people's opinions of me, and I refuse to allow other people to get the best of me. This joy and this love is going to stay with me in spite of those opinions. And that was, in essence, the promise that I made to myself when I was 10. 
I am 41 now, about to be 42, and I have fucking held on to that promise. And like I told this bully, I didn't tell him all of this, but like I told him, I was like, you came too late, dude. <laughs> fucking too late. You, uh, 32 years too late. Um, I made a choice a long time ago, and um, that's it. I am a stubborn ass bitch. And once I make a choice, that's the choice. <laughs> once again, another confessional, folks. Introspectively, looking back at it, that's when it really got sad. Eventually, the bully stopped talking, and I think it's because TikTok has its mechanisms where they they just like pull the plug <laughs> whenever they see somebody. Uh, bullying or harassing somebody else. And um, and then I didn't hear him. And uh, to this day, I haven't heard him. But if I do, I'll share the anecdote once again with you. And talking about it with my husband, he was like, we both were laughing. He was like, well, he got the wrong one that way. That day, I was like, well, maybe he got the right one. Maybe that's what he needed to come across me. Um, hopefully, perhaps, to understand that maybe he should veer in another direction. Maybe he should try to find his joy in another way. His joy should come from not putting other people down, but maybe by um, loving himself a little bit more. I'm not saying that I'm the person that he should emulate, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if he tries to love himself more, he will hate others a little less. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. But yeah, when I thought back about that conversation, if you hear another episode of mine, you know that I am somebody that kind of takes conversations and anecdotes and mold them over and does kind of like this after action review. And with this one, it saddened me. The questions that I was asking was like, how shitty is this person's life that for them to find some joy or for them to feel some happiness, they have to put somebody else down. They have to attack somebody who has no control over how they look or, like I said, how I was born. Their life had to be so shitty for them to come to that. And that made me feel some sort of compassion towards the stranger um, that attacked me for the better part of 15 minutes. And then my next thought was for those kids, kids that nowadays perhaps haven't made that agreement with themselves yet to love themselves in spite, regardless of others' opinions. And I felt a whole lot more for those individuals that are bullied digitally through the internet and through social media and and they cave in into that hate. And I was telling my husband, I was like, I feel for them. Because growing up, I saw my bullies face to face. There was no internet. They couldn't hide behind a username when I was growing up. We saw each other. I knew exactly who hated me in school. <laughs> and I knew who to put my hands on and who to avoid and who to talk shit to because I saw them. But this this is on another level. And I feel for kids. And I hope... If you know a young person or you're a young person listening to this, that you 
give yourself some rest from social media, especially if you find yourself in the same situation that I found myself, that you give yourself some rest, that you you go on and, and take a pause and go on and love on yourself and tell yourself how much you love yourself and how amazing of a human being you are and regain all that love and regain all that energy before you put yourself out there again. Um, because even as, as a stubborn bitch as I am, I had to tell myself after that interaction several times, several times, you are beautiful. I love you. I had to tell myself those things several times because whenever I will see my picture, whenever I will go back into my TikTok profile, I will hear those words in the back of my mind. And I had to remind myself and I had to remind myself of that promise. And that's why I'm talking to you all about it right now, because it's still very vivid in my head, because I had to bring it back um, as a reminder of, of that promise that I made long ago that still stands to this day and that will continue to stand. So I hope if you're one of those that don't feel good about yourself and wishes to attack others because you don't feel so good about yourself that you find something to feel good about. And I hope that if you're one of those people that get attacked, that you find yourself some peace and you take a pause and you go on and love yourself and remind yourself of who you are, that you are a kind, beautiful, lovable individual that is deserving of all the love, all the peace, and all the respect that this world has to offer, regardless of what you hear in the internet, in your DMs, in your text messages. All right, y'all. Love you. I don't love the police, though. <laughs> I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Bye. To connect with me, email at joa at haveacupofjohani.com or you can also find me on TikTok at haveacupofjohani podcast. Oh, we could, we could fly. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show. See you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Da, 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 da.